Yo, yo, what's going on, Train Hard, Live Strong family? This is your host, Coach Matt, owner of Athletic Beans Training and Apparel. Check it out, y'all. Today, we got another, another great, amazing guest speaker coming on the show. If anyone right now has or is currently struggling with any sort of mental health problems, depression, anxiety, anything that comes with your mentality, your mindset, and how you view yourself, or maybe how you view life, this episode is going to be life-changing. I always preach how health and fitness has helped me with my mentality, my emotions, my reactions, and creating confidence in myself, but it has with everybody else who conducts health and fitness as well, people who train in CrossFit, weightlifting, powerlifting, strength training, anything, sports training, HIIT training, everyone who conducts some sort of movement or training or working on your body and overall working on your health, mindset, everything has seen progression and who they are. So if you are struggling right now, this episode is going to be for you. So ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and let's dive in this episode, y'all. Hey everyone, Coach Matt here, and you're listening to the Train Hard Live Strong Podcast, where we bring on the top fitness pros, top fitness influencers, motivational speakers, and people who have gone through dramatic transformations, and we're all here to inspire you to believe in yourself. If you have not yet, go ahead and check out our website, trainhardlivestrong.com. You can see all the new upcoming guest speakers and all the amazing things coming your way. Welcome to another life-changing episode. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode on the Train Hard Live Strong podcast. I'm your host, Coach Matt, and today we got an amazing guest speaker on the show to truly share uh, amazing self-experience with mental strengthening and just, you know, being vulnerable in the hard times to become stronger in who you are. Uh, whenever, you know, any podcast episode I've done, especially with a lot of guest speakers, I truly always preach mental health and the mindset aspect on health and fitness because that's what it is if you are not good then how are you supposed to give back to other people and today the amazing guest speaker is going to share with you all some amazing value on just that so without further ado everyone let's welcome our guest speaker today chase Knights. hey chase hey, <laughs> yeah brother hey anytime man. i appreciate you giving me time every day to uh, to share you know everything that that you're about to give value to no yeah no doubt no i mean you know Anyone who's willing to like just hit up, hit me up, and they just want to talk. It's like I've never, I've never once shut that out. You know, it's like I want, like I enjoy conversations, anyways. <laughs> so, yeah, dude, me too, so. bro. Like, if I catch someone like at the grocery store, sometimes you know, and like you can tell someone fitnesses, you know, it's like you, you can just kind of keep a conversation flowing. You know, I love that too. C- talking to people is great. Oh yeah, yeah. I hell, I was at the gas station earlier, and uh, this guy came up and just started talking about uh, he saw my truck. And then all of a sudden he was about what he bought and why he didn't buy the same truck as mine. And I was like, yeah, bro. <laughs> all right. <laughs> like I was just getting a Red Bull, but this is cool. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm down to talk. Um, okay, sweet, man. So, uh, so obviously I know a little bit about you. We talked, uh, you know, we talked to, to each other the other day. Uh, but for all, all the listeners right now, current and future, who don't know who you are, real quick, can you give like a nice little background story about, you know, how you became who you are today? Yeah, man. Um, so who I am right now, um, so I'm a husband. My wife's just sitting right in front of me. Uh, you know, I'm a, I'm hey, a father. 
but I'm a dad, you know, I got, I got three sons and, you know, so, and I see that first because, um, you know, I believe like anytime you're, you're talking about things, whatever comes first is, is where you kind of prioritize and, and that's where it is for me, you know? So like, first and foremost, I'm a family man. Um, then I consider myself a veteran next, uh, I've served, uh, almost eight years in the army. And, uh, you know, that's a, that's a huge part of my life. And, you know, that had a big aspect, um, and influence on how I am as a, as a man today. Mm-hmm. Um, then I'm a, I'm a trainer, I'm a CrossFit trainer and I, I've been doing CrossFit since 2011. Um, and that training aspect has just carried over to all my professional, uh, you know, my professional endeavors, whether it's career or just, uh, aspirations as an athlete. And, and uh, I'm a firefighter. I'm a full-time firefighter with uh, Kansas City, Missouri. And so it's a pretty big department. You know, we, we have our high rises and, um, you know, our fair share of uh, all, all the craziness. Um, you know, where where it all came from, though, was um, really just fitness was the driving force to, to who I am today. And, you know, that completely had an impact on my on you know, my mentality on how I go about things. Cause I'll say like, as a, as a young kid, um, and just as a kid in general, I was very much had this like quit mentality. Um, like I was just a quitter. If things got hard, it was like, I'm done. I'm out. Like this sucks. Yeah, same. Um, so, you know, and, uh, uh, the, the quick story is, um, my, my turning point in fitness was freshman year of baseball in high school. Um, there wasn't enough people to cut. Right. So there was only 10 players that went out for the team. So they didn't cut anybody because they couldn't afford to. And uh, <laughs> it was like a week or two into practice uh, at the beginning of the season. And we were doing like two laps around the baseball diamond. Um, and I remember I ran, I ran one lap and I was like, okay, uh, like this sucks, but I'm doing it. And by the time I made it halfway through the second lap, I just like had a mental crash. I was like, I can't do this. I'm done. This is too hard. Wow. There was this giant oak tree in uh, the center field, and I sat behind the oak tree and just cried as the rest of the team finished the lap. And it was like a few minutes later, um, all of a sudden they all show up and they were like, "Hey, man, like you're gonna finish this." And I kept saying, "Like, no, I can't, I can't." They're like, "No, we're gonna do it with you." And it was, it was kind of two part. One, it was like embarrassment, um, but two, it was also encouragement, right? So right. I got up, finished the lap, and. And what hit me was, it was two parts, was one, uh, I couldn't believe that I finished it. Um, And then two, I couldn't fathom the idea of, I physically couldn't do a lap and a half and everybody did two, but then they did another half lap because of me, right? And so at that point, it was like, I didn't care if I was the last person to finish, what mattered was finishing because I didn't want my team to suffer. I didn't want to want to put my team through that crap. And, and that was it. That was, that was the turning point for me in my life. God bless you. And, uh, you know, after that, it's just, it carried over. Like every single day was incredibly hard. Every, every single day that you train is hard, Mm -hmm. but it was, you can't quit on the team. You can't quit on the team. And I kept playing sports. Like I never stopped playing sports after that. And so, you know, and you just naturally get fitter over time, right? You just, you know, you train every day, like you're going to get fitter. 
And it was kind of like this click by like senior year. I was like, holy crap, I'm one of the fittest guys in my class, in my grade now. There you go. And, and so then I just wanted that train to keep going. And, and, it, and it did. It went into, I kept lifting after high school and I wanted to get bigger. I wanted to get faster. I wanted to get stronger. And then I joined the army. And when I joined the army, then it, I had that team aspect again, like sports mm -hmm. did. And, uh, and then it was a concept of you can't quit on, on your soldiers, you know, on your fellow soldiers. And, and, uh, then, you know, it was cool because like, I can, I joke around that I consider myself a B average person, <laughs> All right. uh, like, which is why I'm good at CrossFit. Like I'm not great at one thing in life. I'm not, I'm not this like super stud or super smart guy on any one thing. I can have a in, intellectual you know, concept on many things. Uh, I can understand many things. I uh -huh. can do. And, uh, when I started realizing that, like, maybe I wasn't the fastest runner or I couldn't do maybe the most pushups or the most sit-ups on a PT test, but on average, I beat everybody on a total score because I still would max my run, max my pushups, max my sit-ups where like this guy was super skinny and can run all day, but he wasn't strong in the pushups. Yeah. You know? And so I started realizing, like, wow, I'm pretty well-rounded at things. And uh, and that just carried over to me. Like, you know, I went out for every fitness award I could in the Army, and I won them all. And, um, you know, then I found CrossFit in the Army. And that was, like, that next next fitness challenge, right? Because, like, you go to the gym and you bro out. Don't get me wrong. I yeah, yeah. <laughs> I appreciate a good bro pop, like, <laughs> You know, but there was, there was a challenge in that because, like, you knew you were going to get a good workout, mm -hmm. but just because, you got good, but like yeah. you didn't see, you didn't see like the fruits of your labor. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like appearance comes and goes so fast, yeah. but performance is where you can actually measure how well you're doing, which is why like in the military, in the army, you have a PT test and you can see your score improve over time. You can see mm -hmm. your run improve over time. Mm -hmm. It's measurable. It's repeatable, you know? Yeah. And so when I started doing CrossFit, I was like, crap, they have like, workouts and lifts and stuff that you can do this consistently and constantly, you know, and, and then all of a sudden I would do things that I also sucked at. And I was like, I normally don't suck at doing these things. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> and, and the, the real quick story on how I found CrossFit was I heard about it in early 2010, but the guy who told me about it was kind of like a douchebag. And I was like, <laughs> like, I gotta be a douche, right? Yeah. Yeah. So later on that year, there was a girl, there was a female at uh, the gym on Fort Riley. And I remember she was doing handstand walking and prowler pushes. Ooh. And had 345s on this prowler. And, oh. and I was like, what the hell is she doing? And she left. And after she left, I literally pulled out the same prowler with the same weights. And I put it on. And I was like, I'm not going to try to walk on my hands. I know I can't do that. <laughs> right. uh, but I physically couldn't push the prowler. And I was like, it's like, I believe in women are equal as men, but I also believe that I'm stronger than most women here in the, on base. Uh -huh, right. So, um, but I was impressed. It, it was just, you know, it wasn't this concept of like, I'm better than a woman. It's like, holy crap, like she's fit, you know? And, and I yes. wanted to be around people who were fit and strong. I wanted that push. And so I asked her what she did. She's like, oh, I do CrossFit. And I was like, all right, like you're the second person in 10 months that I've heard what CrossFit is, like, what is it? And she goes, oh, like, 
just go online and, and they have these workouts posted and, uh, and videos that show you what to do. And I mean, that's how I found it. And, you know, I mean, the rest is history. I just got into it heavily and then started moving well, uh, got into coaching because like, I just happened to move better than the other people. Yeah. Um, and you know, so like they asked me like, Hey, would you like to be an assistant coach? And I was like, yeah, man, I'll do it. And that was in Afghanistan in 2013. Dope. And, and I just got addicted to teaching and helping like, you know, there's a story about that when I was active duty, when I first started coaching, but basically like I took over as a special populations instructor as a volunteer uh -huh. or, and you know, in two months we had nine out of nine pass and everybody was completely off the overweight scale and nobody was flagged, uh, as a PT failure. And we were the only company in our entire battalion that had that, there you, that go, was like dude. The, you know, that was just like, Holy shit. Like this yeah. works. And, and the biggest thing that it was, was I trained everybody as individuals. Mm -hmm. I never had an expectation of them trying to keep up with me. Mm -hmm. I had an expectation of them working as hard as they could mm -hmm. because the thing that separated me from other like fitness trainers in the army was I just had empathy for what they were going through. And I understood how shitty that was, mm -hmm. you know, like I remember being the slowest. I remember how difficult that was. I remember not being able to bench 135 pounds and being embarrassed to walk into a weight room. Right. You know, it's like in there. And so like, I never pushed someone, you know, I would push them, you know, like, uh, encourage them and like, mm -hmm. but yet, as a, as a good coach, you got to find how do you break first that past that person's own mental limit? Yes. You know, at breaking point, you can only do so much, mm -hmm. but you know, how do you get there? And, and I figured that out. I figured that out, you know, for them. And, and at that point I was like, all right, that's it. Like, this is what I love doing. And, you know, I mean, really the rest is history from there. I just kept doing that shit for the next <laughs> six well, yeah, yeah, dude. If you, if you if someone that like goes on your Instagram page, dude, it's like it's all it is, man. Just like lifts and and and, and you uh, training people and like you, you know, doing basically everything you just said. So like you can definitely tell, bro. Like you you fell in love with it and, and you just you just thrived in it. You know the funny thing about Instagram and the reason why I even got it in the first place is was it fifteen twenty fifteen grid grid league? I think so. So in twenty fifteen, the grid league came out. And Grid League was like CrossFit on a sport, on a team-based level. Oh, right? that's right. Yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. Okay, yeah. So I went out and I qualified for um, a tryout, right? Yeah. And I was like, shit. And I was like, I'm a, I'm a strength athlete. You know, it's like I can snatch 225. <laughs> and uh, I go I go to this, <laughs> this tryout <laughs> thing. And I'm next to like Colleen Fosh, who's like cleaning more than me, you know? And uh I mean, out of like a hundred athletes, I was like the second weakest person there. Oh, it was dang. Like the, holy shit. Like I am not as fit as I thought. Like maybe right. I'm the fittest, gym, but I'm not fit, you know, compared to top <laughs> level. And, yeah. uh, the thing is they told us because they were trying to get visual on, on the sport. Okay. Is, hey, like if you're not posting videos, we can't see your progress. Like we want you guys to keep posting videos because like next year for tryouts, then we can follow you and kind of see where you're at. So if you come to tryouts and say you have some, you know, maybe a bad day, cause everybody has that. We at least know what you're capable of and that can help. Uh, okay. And then there, and also if you have more followers, that's a good thing because it helps give the sport visual too. And okay. so why I started posting in the first place, um, 
but you know, then it just, I enjoyed coming home and I would watch my videos of me lifting and then I'd post them. But like how much better I got because I just started recording myself every single lift. And I mean, my wife can attest, I'd spend an hour at home just going over the hour of lifting I already did. Yep. And then I'd watch their videos of like, you know, Cal strength, uh, weightlifting. I would watch them and I'd watch my videos and I'd compare and contrast. And, you know, honestly, like the improvement I had from my videos just, you know, slingshot of me and my fitness level. And then, you know, and then I just enjoyed it because then I could go back in my stories and be like, Oh shit. Like, yeah. You know, this lift at this time. And it was, it was basically like a, like a video journal. Yeah. Of my training, you know, it's a, that's all it was. And in, I mean, still to this day, every few months I'll be like, man, like I want to go back and just see like what I used to do, you yeah. know, and where I was and how far I've come. And, and so that's pretty cool. Yeah, dude. That's, you know, from, from everything in, in your entire story that you just mentioned, man, your background, your, you know, you on the, on the, uh, on the, on the baseball field and everything like that. Um, do we have like, I, I have a lot of similarities with you with, with just that too. I was, um, uh, I, I don't know if I would say like, I would quit. I would quit easy, but it was like, I wouldn't be the first one to quit. I would be like, okay, he quit. Okay. I'm good. I can quit now too. You know, um, that's, <laughs> that's how I was. <laughs> that was me. But, uh, so whenever uh, I played the sports, man, I was always the small one. I was very the, the skinny dude, man. Like I didn't feel powerful. I didn't feel fast. I didn't feel nothing. Right. I just felt like a body basically. And I'd get pushed around pretty easy. Uh, people would push me around on the basketball court, football field, anywhere. And, uh, that was kind of embarrassing for me internally i was always like just uh, a, a guy in, in in a jersey or you know in a uniform with a helmet on you know and that's not what i wanted to be me personally so then i got into the gym started lifting weights diet was horrible it, it was basically just like taco bell and weightlifting and pre-workout non-stop and i put on a, a few pounds right because the newbie gains and everything and then uh yeah. and then and i stuck with it i enjoyed it when crossfit came out like 2010 like you were saying uh, I thought it was a joke, dude. I was like, this is lame. Like, what the heck are these guys? That's not even a pull-up. You know, these guys are doing all these kicking <laughs> stuff. And like, no, like, it's not how you do a pull-up, you know? And then whenever I joined the military after high school, I was 19. Um, and when I went in, I was really good, man. Because at that point, I wasn't mentally, uh, like, stable. I, I really wanted to just apply as much pain as I could to my body. So if I was doing something wrong, but it hurt, whatever, you know? Uh, but then when I got stationed in Alaska... Um, I, that's when I, I met a, a buddy of mine there and he introduced me into CrossFit and we hit uh, a lot of high intensive interval training. And when that began, uh, it like, it skyrocketed my PT score. It made me a better person. It created a mentality like strong to where, you know, cause the army is like very, um, belittling, like they, they're really good at making you feel like nothing. So like whenever that happened, uh, I, the, the whole CrossFit hit would make me feel like I was somebody. So I totally relate to you, dude, with everything like that. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, no doubt, man. That's, and that's what I had to get over. And the funny thing is, is like no one made fun of me in the army for doing CrossFit because I was fitter than everybody. Yep. Yep. You know, and that's, that's what like is, is kind of ironic. Like I wasn't doing it in a Globo gym off base, you know, it's like I did it in the CrossFit section or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I, I remember my PT score on the extended scale was 383 over 300. And oh. so it's like I could run a 13 minute two mile on the dot, but I did 100 <laughs> push ups and 104 sit ups. 
There you go, dude. <laughs> and so like, you know, it's like I was the guy teaching other people. And so it's like, you know, no, no one ever really gave me shit for doing CrossFit. Um, so I never had the only ne negative stigma I understood from CrossFit was just like what I'd see on social media or like, you know, people hating on it like that. Yeah. And, yeah. But I was never, I was never really around people that like dogged me for doing it. Mm -hmm. And so like, I didn't have any outside influence stopping me from doing it. You know, yeah. for me, it was like, man, this is hard as shit. So let's do it. <laughs> dude, it is, man. I remember the first time I ever did a, uh, uh, a Murph, dude, I was like, oh my gosh, this is uh this is horrible. You know, like the, the type of pain, whenever you're doing bench press, you're doing four sets of 12, you know, or whatever to try to grow some inches on your chest or whatnot. Like yes, it gets hard. Very difficult, man. Bodybuilders. I give kudos to them, man. That's crazy what y'all do. Uh, but when it comes down to like being fit and like moving stuff, high pace, uh, doing the Murph, dude, like it wasn't, you start and like however long it takes you to finish it. That's how long it takes you to finish it. Like 12 reps on a bench press compared to a mile run. And then, you know, a hundred, what, a hundred pushups, 200, uh, uh, or 100 pull-ups, right? And then 200 yeah. push-ups, 300 air squats, and a mile run again. Compared to that, dude, it's crazy. I remember I remember, I did Murph when I was active duty. It was probably, I'd say six months or so after I started CrossFit. Mm -hmm. And uh, I did Murph in 36 minutes, I think. Because I, I ran a six-minute mile. And then I don't remember how fast it took me to do the 100 pull-ups, but I remember do I did the 100 push-ups and broke it. Uh, and then like the push-ups are like the easiest part. And, you know, that takes me 10, 12 minutes now. No, like that shit sucks. <laughs> yeah, dude, it does, man. It does. And it's like, uh, but the beautiful thing about all that suck is that, um, you create like this, uh, it's like a, obviously you get stronger, you get fitter, your cardiovascular system is getting better, muscle endurance, all that beautiful stuff. Um, but the, what happens inside your brain is like, a whole nother level because i so i was airborne right we jump out of planes and we do some crazy stuff on, on the drop zone and um and doing that in snow in cold you know cold weather uh yelled at and all this other stuff like you have to be mentally strong for stuff like that and that's what those types of workouts did for me man it, it said like yo if you can make it I, I remember telling myself that too like yo i remember if you can make it through the murph if you can make it through that hard-ass workout you did two days ago then you can make it through this man just it'll be it'll be over soon Right. Yeah. No, exactly. Yeah. Telling yourself like that, that pain is temporary and, and that, you know, all things have to stop. And I remember hell, that was how it was in like basic training. Right. It's yeah. Like you would just like, this day will be over at some point, you know, it's like, absolutely you should now and it may be continuing to be shitty, <laughs> but it will stop, you know? And, and at the end of the day, you know, that's the, but that's the cool thing with like training versus like the military mm -hmm. is you can sit back and go, um, your body can only go so far. You can only push it so much. And at some point you're done. Right. And when you hit that point, then you just slow the fuck down. Yes. And that, then you just keep performing as well as you can when you're tired, you know? And that's, that's why like, you know, in the, in the army and like anyone going to basic training, you know, the drill sergeants don't expect you to be able to do, you know, they don't expect everybody to be the athlete. They just expect you to keep trying. That's right. it. You know, this dude in like in basic, like struggling the most, but he just didn't stop. They never said a fucking word to him. <laughs> but that's, they that's said, cool. That dude who fucking knew they were and knew he was sandbagging it, uh -huh. you know, because they're like, you motherfucker can go longer. 
Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, I mean, like, oh, I'd be lying if there was a few times that I didn't play, like, oh, I'm so tired. <laughs> and I'm like, just save your energy. <laughs> just yeah. save it. That's so funny you say that, bro, because I remember it just brings something up to my head. Um, so I was in Alaska, and it would get cold, man. We had, like, uh, these safety classes, safety briefings about, like, how to prevent um, frostbite and, and stuff like that, contact frostbite and all that stuff, you know, pneumonia, whatever. Um, and whenever we were getting issued our gear, uh, you know, they, they tell you, hey, like, this gear is not going to keep you warm. It's not going to make sure that you don't lose a finger out there but you'll be alive so as long as you continue to um, you know move around that you'll i promise you you'll end up alive but if you lose a finger then you know that's just as long as you're alive that's that's, that's the important part and that's that's why it's so funny the same thing with like the whole fitness thing like even though you're sucking dude um just keep going you know find that pace find find yourself and just keep moving inch by inch and just don't stop but that's but that's the awesome thing is like you will be fitter and stronger because of it. Yes. Yes. You absolutely. Know? That's that's the that's the kicker is you know, people look at that momentary, you know, point in time and go like this, you know, I'm not improving right now or nothing's happening. It's like, yeah, not fucking right now. But <laughs> not when the benefit um when you recover from this workout and you repeat that same fucking workout six months from now and you realize that you can crush your old self. Yes. You know, like, and that's why you keep repeating that shit day after day. Oh, you're fucking tired today. Go train. Yeah. Okay. You're super fucking sore. Recover today. Yeah. But don't fucking don't train for one day. Take three days off because you're sore for three days. No, you fucking you train. Then you train and you train and you go, okay, I should probably take a rest day now and then recover and then fucking go repeat that shit. Yeah. And you know, it's like when people go like, yeah, I've heard that, uh, you know, CrossFit never gets easier. It's like, no, it doesn't get easier. Cause it just matters wherever the fuck you're at. Yeah, dude. That's you know, funny. People, I don't know. They, oh, sorry. Sorry. No, I was say, uh, I don't know because you're a coach too. I think it's funny when, when people ask, I don't know if people ask you this, but like, did anyone ever ask, Hey, does this get any easier? Oh yeah. That's what, like, and that's why it's, no, I think the one that makes me want to like dick punch somebody is when they go, "Oh, it's easy for you because you can do this." It's like, yeah. motherfucker, like I know when I couldn't do this, and at the same time, you know, just because you know I'm doing thrusters, let's just let's just say we're doing deadlifts and it's a uh, two twenty five, and this guy does you know five reps, and then I'm doing fucking four oh five for five reps, and they're and then like they look at you like you're a jackass. But it's like, do you understand the stimulus is the same? Do you understand? I'm yes, feeling these- dude. Like, yes. this work sucks just as much for me. Uh-huh. Like, you know, it's like, I'm, I've been there. I know that. So it's yeah. like, get the fuck out of here. But, <laughs> but, but here's, it, here's the kicker though. You know, bringing it back to like kind of mental, mental health and mental side, right? right? Is that the benefit of being where I'm at now allows me to understand where people are at as well. Right. Like, so when I do encounter those people, like I never blow them off. Like, I mean, like maybe in my head, I'm like, shut the fuck up. But <laughs> the reality is that I understand where they're coming from yes. and I get it. Yes. And I wish that somebody in my corner telling me mm-hmm. like, Hey, it's okay. It's mm-hmm. okay where you're at right now. There's a, there's a 20 year old athlete at the, the gym and I was talking to him yesterday and, and he's pretty discouraged right now because he, he sees me and this other guy named Ben. Um, ben is like a really 
fit motherfucker. Like he's just <laughs> super That's fit. Scary like, dudes. Yeah. And like, you know, and the funny thing is I'm stronger than Ben, but he looks 10 times better than me. Mm-hmm. Um, but this, this young, young guy, really nice guy. And, but he sees us and he compares himself, you know, and uh, horrible. encouraged. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, 55 clean, which is nothing to shake a stick at. Mm. And I'm like, dude, do you realize I didn't hit 255 on clean until I was about 25? I was like, do you understand that really you have 10 times better clean form than I do now? Like, I don't care that I'm doing 315 for reps. Your clean mechanically looks better than mine. Right. I was like, these are the perspectives. I was like, bro, like you have time and it's okay where you're at. I was like, just come in, lift and be happy and move on. Yeah, man. Because you cannot be at a level that you're not at right now, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, if you just accept that and understand that mentally, you'll come in with more of a positive attitude and you'll get a better workout because you're happy with where you're currently at. Uh, you know, that's, that's different than saying don't have goals of what you should strive for. But understand that you, your goal should just have a be a good session today. Yes, yes. That's yes. all your. And then when that day, right, take that in. Anything bad, process it, understand it, you know, and then throw it away because mm-hmm. now it's done, it's over with, mm-hmm. you know. And and so it's like, sure, I understand that I'm a strong little dude, but I started this nine years ago, and I'm about to turn thirty two, mm-hmm. you know. And, but in doing so, I've had a lot of, a lot of faults and a lot of injuries and things like that because I didn't do things correctly. Or, you know, I try to take those shortcuts. Um, I try to find that next, you know, fucking magic potion of programming of whatever. Mm -hmm. And, and all it got me was hurt Mm -hmm. and it got me setbacks and, and it got me mentally destroyed. It, it, it fucked with my head and, and my wife can attest. Like I'd come home completely distraught and all of a sudden like I'm a shitty husband and dad that night yeah. because of workout, you know? And it's like, what does that fucking help? The workout's done, you know? And, and it took a long time for me to realize that if I don't, if I don't hit the numbers that I hit that day or wanted to hit or Maybe the workout didn't go quite as, and, or maybe something came up and I only got a part of the workout done. Yep. It's done and it's over with. Come home and be present. Be, mm-hmm. be happy with what you did and real and realize that you at least did something better than nothing. Right. You know? And that actually has led to a much greater level of performance for me because I'm, I'm happier with less yes. and I feel better because of it. And unless you're literally at that level of like, you're trying to reach the games level cool. I think that's an awesome aspiration, Mm -hmm. but understand that that is a very advantageous goal to to reach for. And the process for that looks different for every single person Mm -hmm. and not look at one person's journey and think that's going to be the same for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and that's, that's why I say like, I'm, I'm happy of, you know, what I've accomplished and where I'm at because I can take those experiences and then, and try to, truly mold and help those who want to reach those same goals, but hopefully like do it in a way that like gets them there so much faster than I could have ever done it, mm-hmm. you know, but safely and effectively, you know, yeah, and, and that's so, so yeah, it's like, I, I love training. I love being, you know, I love pushing and being pushed and I love, uh, 
you know, lifting next to the other guys. And, you know, of course I'm going to try to beat them, you know, and, and be stronger. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like when people have this concept of like, oh, you're this fit or you're this or you're that, then it's like, hey, like this has been a long process, you know, and it's like. It takes time. It just takes time. Yeah, absolutely. hundred so. percent. I agree with you, man. Pay- Someone told me the other day, um, uh, I was like, you know, I asked him, Hey, what's one thing that, you know, training has, has, has given you like uh, a value or like a moral value or something, you know, like a personality wise. And they said patience. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I've never even thought about it because I, I think I've always been very patient. I, as a kid, I was always very patient, but within fitness, dude, health, whenever you start from square one, um, even if you have been obese for 10 years or you come from an obese family or you have some sort of health condition or something that is making it so that you are unhappy with yourself and then you start training, even if you're four weeks in, eight weeks in and you're not seeing crazy, remarkable results, like patience, man, like it's, it takes time. You got to be, your body is, is, is amazing, man, a beautiful thing. And you got to, you got to love it, got to take care of it and you got to show up every day. And that's, that's basically what it comes down to. Uh, but, but definitely something very unique about you, man, that I haven't found in anybody else yet is, um, the things that you've been battling, uh, mental wise, like the the mental fog that you, um, that you, you've had and currently still, you know, work on. Um, but one thing I did want to ask you was how has training, your CrossFit, just work on yourself, man, in the gym when you're pushing those barbells. What, uh, from all that, how has it helped you in those, those, those mental fog moments, you know, the, the depression and stuff like that? Yeah. Um, one second. Hey, boys. Hey, I'm going to ask you guys to go downstairs for a little bit, okay? I don't like them hearing this stuff. Hey, Leonidas, downstairs, please. Okay. I love you. I love you. I love you. Thank you. My boy. Yeah. I just don't talk about that stuff for my yeah. kids. Absolutely. Man. I completely understand. Yeah. So, you know, so you're asking like, how, how does that help? Um, how does health and fitness uh, help with like depression and, and those types of thoughts and stuff? Yes. For, for you, for you personally. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, so for a long time, it, it, it was my release, right? Like I've had to, I've had depression since I was around 19 years old. Like I was clinically diagnosed as a kid. So it's not just me like being like, oh yeah, I was depressed. So every kid, right? I was clinically diagnosed with depression. I was on uh, 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 antidepressants and stuff at 10, 11 years old. And, uh, you know, that, that carried over. Well, when... Uh, when I started to get into fitness, I started feeling better about myself, you know, like that was just kind of a given. And, you know, eventually it just became like my obsession. But the problem is, is that as a, as a young man, um, I put too much emphasis on um, the aesthetics on what I wanted to look like because like, you know, I was this fat kid that, you know, had like the little man titties and shit. (laughs) You know, it's like society showed you what like, the ideal male, you know, super sexy dude should look like. And, mm-hmm. and I was, well, that's what I need to look like, you know, in order for people to like me, not just like, you know, not just girls to be attractive to them, but also like, you know, just to be like a dominant alpha male, you know? Right. Right. And the problem is, and was like, that's unrealistic. Um, you know, some, some dudes have amazing genetics and some dudes, uh, you know, work their ass off. Um, 
but no matter how hard I tried, I can never quite get there. Now, at the same time, I'm not saying that I didn't enjoy the, you know, the cheeseburgers every day. Mm -hmm. Right. But, um, the problem was like, I was, I I set this, the ceiling so high that I just could never touch it. And, and it's not about like, don't set goals high, but it was like, I never looked at like the stairs that it took to get to the ceiling, you know? And, and so the problem was, is then kind of like how you said earlier, you know, you're looking for that, you know, in four weeks and I don't see progress, eight weeks, I don't see progress. Well, it's like I would train and train and train and I still would not see the progress that I wanted mm-hmm. rather than seeing the fact I progressed and that I am fitter and that I am stronger and that I am bigger or whatever it may be. You know, I just kept looking at like to this day, I have these like love handles that, you know, I'm very conscious of, mm-hmm. you know, um, and aware of, especially when I post my videos and people don't think about that. You know, people don't know that I've had a uh, shoulder reconstruction on my left shoulder and my nipple line is an inch off mm-hmm. because it pulled my shoulder, you know, that's, wow. that's in my head, right? right? I have a skin condition where I've had this rash for 15 years and it's generally below my waistline and you know, it's hidden by my shorts and underwear, but I look like a fucking cheetah. Right. And, um, when it flares up over the summer, it comes up on my stomach, just under my belly button. And so in some of my videos, you'll see this like red line mm-hmm. and it just, it, it looks, it's not ideal, it, you know, as ideal. And, and so my, my point is, is that there's always things that you'll, you'll have to mentally overcome that you may not like about yourself. And, and the problem is, is that I I put myself so deep into training to try to mask these emotions and feelings rather than really confronting them and being true to myself of how I was and how I felt. And, uh, you know, so it actually was almost detrimental because like I would get so mentally crushed when things weren't going my way fitness wise, like I'd see progress and then life would happen mm-hmm. life. Right. Yeah. Yep. And then I would just be destroyed because I wasn't where I was two months earlier. And then it's like, I'd, I'd fucking go into this almost like not, not self destroying, but this, this process of like punishing myself because like I need to get back to that. Right. And, right. I, can, I understand. You know, my, my wife would take the blunt of it where I would just come home and I'd be so discouraged and, you know, here she is just trying to encourage me and, mm-hmm. and telling me like, it's okay. Like you look great. Like it's fine. Like, you know, like you're still fit, you're still strong, mm-hmm. you know? And, and I'm like, but it does, but I don't like how I look. I don't like how I look. And a lot of my depression comes from that because, because I was bullied and beat up and picked on because of how I looked and because I was short and because I was fat. And like, I remember girls just didn't, they fucking hated me because I was fat, mm-hmm. you know, it's like nothing to do with how I treated people because I've always treated people with respect. I was always nice, but they just didn't like me because I was fat, you know? And, and, and so as an adult, you know, when you tell yourself one thing for so long of like, this is what you need to be and this is what you need to look at, and you know, and then also you tell yourself like, no one's ever going to say you can't do something, but then fucking life is telling you that you can't. Right. Like, right injury after injury here. Like I remember I snatched 280 pounds in 2016 in 2016. I snatched 280. Okay. And I was getting pretty fucking fit. Like I had numbers that were better than a lot of the games athletes. Okay. Okay. And I remember in 
here I hit a 210 frame. Like, I, I hit, like, a 230 Elizabeth. Like, Dang. You know, like, fit. I hit yeah. you know, 2150. But then all of a sudden, my knee injury from the Army, from I, I, I blew out my knee running in 2010, uh, 2011. Yeah. And um, had to stop doing long-distance running. I used to be able to run, you know, 8, 10 miles, no problem. Like, easy. And then all of a sudden, like, I could barely run 400 meters. And then all of a sudden, I wasn't squatting anymore because I couldn't take the pain. Right. And, like, every video people saw, there was so much pain associated with it. But it's like, I, I was like, nope, be a man up, right? And, you know, like, you're just being a pussy and all this right. shit. Right. And and I pushed myself to a point that literally led to tearing. Uh, I tore my labrum in my hip. I tore both my labrums oh. in my shoulder, my bicep. Right. Oh, okay. <laughs> You know, I, I tore my, my, my tendon in my, and my quad above my knee, you know, which led to surgeries and, and those led to those big setbacks. And, and what's crazy is like here, I snatched 280 in 2016 and I've snatched 305, you know, lifetime, but that was 2018 mm-hmm. and I've snatched 300 a handful of times since then, but really 290 is kind of where I top out. Like right. I, I'm not. You know, by by the numbers or the progressions, like I should be snatching three thirty five. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And but I had all these setbacks, and and that that was really really tough, especially because I was dealing with a lot of my suicidal thoughts during that time. Mm. And so, what fitness did for me is like it was my release, and like I would go into the gym and I'd work out. And my wife would be like, "Hey, like you need to work out. Like it's something that you need." And but it had to become something that I want, yes. not just something I. Yeah, and that and that, like I needed to learn how to go to the gym to enjoy the session because I enjoy training, not because I'm chasing some goal that I know life can have setbacks. You know, it's like I, I went to the fire academy for six months and I wasn't able to train the way I I was. You know, and here's the honest to God, like you know, I have to take testosterone and I inject testosterone because I don't make it anymore. Right. You know. And that's something that's really, really difficult because, you know, it's every single week I have to take two shots because it's a roller coaster of, um, of just physical attributes and ability. Right. Right. If, and so like, for example, three months ago, I, I hang power clean 300 for two. Well, the other day I did 255 for one and that was like, that was it. That's all I could do. Okay. You know? Yeah. I see. And it's wow. like, you know, it's like, I didn't get 50 pounds weaker, you know? And then I got my blood work back because I, I get some regular blood work and my testosterone was 800 points lower than it was at that time, you know, wow, and dang. it's just injections and all of a sudden now things are off, right? you know, and, and I've had, so I've had to learn that I'm still healthy. I'm still fit. I'm still strong. You know, I can still do my job, but like I had to, I had to realize that you know, what I love and what I need is my family. What I want to do is train. What I want to do is cook, you know? And so that allows me to go to the gym and just be happy. If like, I remember I like now, nowadays I'll write three or four things on a whiteboard. And if I do that first one, I'm like, fuck, that sucked. <laughs> then, then I'll be cool. That was good for today. Yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I don't feel like I lost the day. I don't feel like, you know, like I was conquered from the workout, I feel like I won because I went in, I gave my effort and I, I'm very happy and satisfied for what I did. Mm-hmm. And now 
the the mental health side changes for me because like it's just a, it's a satisfaction this like like good feeling of enjoyment not not this punishing myself for something that you should just enjoy yeah you know and, and so i understand that it's still a release like if i don't work out i'll go insane <laughs> if, if I, same if I bro same <laughs> So, so I need it in that sense, uh-huh. um, but I need it because I enjoy it, yeah. right? But I don't, like, I don't drink, you know. I don't smoke. I don't do guys, gentlemen, down. You know, I don't do things that I don't do other stuff. Like it's what I enjoy. Yeah, that's you your know? release. I, I don't take take away from other stuff, and that's the other thing is like I used to spend three, four hours in the gym training a day, but I was never home. You know, it's like, yeah. I'd rather go to the gym and I try to set like a two hour limit on myself when I go. Mm-hmm. And that includes like getting set up, you know, if I chit chat and I talk my hour away, then I lost my hour. I don't make up for it. Yeah. You know, yeah. but like I need to, I need to come home if like I'm supposed to be home, mm-hmm. you know, and because that's important. And, okay. and so training and health and fitness, I believe everybody should have as a priority in their life. Because if you don't, you are so much higher at a risk for chronic diseases, for sickness, for dying fucking early. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and unless you like, in, uh, unless you don't enjoy living, right? Why make it harder on yourself when you're 40, 50, 60, 70? When that little bit of effort, that little bit of time that you're going to take away from your family allows you to be here for your family longer, you know? And, and, and I'm not saying that there's not like, you know, if it's my son's birthday, it's my son's birthday. I'm not training that day. Right. Mm-hmm. But right. it's saying like, you, you know, you need to, you need to realize what is important. And if family is important, then health and wellness should be just as important so you can be there for them. So like, you know, no one wants to think of the worst case scenario, but you know, if you get a fucking car accident, you know, you want that, you know, mama strength or that daddy strength to fucking rip a door off. You know, it's like, yeah, I'll, I never want to be incapable of physically doing something that my family needs to, needs me to do either. You Absolutely. Know? Absolutely. I told, I'm, I'm there with you, man. And it's it, that, that is basically the biggest reason why I, I push so hard in the gym and I do my workouts. So, so at an intense level too. Uh, but everything you said, bro, I, that is um, to overcome some stuff like that, man, it takes a lot of heart, it takes a lot of mental strength for sure. And, and I'm glad you found something, man. I'm glad you have a good support system. Uh, I'm glad that you are on the brighter side. I know sometimes you might be still battling a lot of things, um, but um, you're coming up on the other end, man, because you're learning more about yourself. And I think that is what fitness does. And that's why it's so important for everyone to, just like you said, should have it in, your, in their life because uh, you're learning about yourself, man. And even, even as a, um, you know, I've been training for a long time too, since I was 13 years old. I'm 25 now. And, uh, and whenever your body does that to you, like you were hitting 305 easy and then 255, you know, for less reps and it was hard. And it's like, what is going on? You, I always preach, man, mind to body connection is important, but body to mind connection is just as important, dude. Your body is going to talk to you every day. So, and it's not always your fault. Like you got to figure out what is it? There's a solution to this problem. Something happened today. Why didn't I, why do I feel weaker? Why do I feel this? Why do I feel that? Let me fix something in my, in my nutrition. Maybe I'm dehydrated. You know, start, 
start doing like a process of elimination or go seeking some help and and become an expert in whatever is going on with you and 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 dominate yourself you know and and i think that is that is huge bro and you've you're you're hitting it still every day well you know and that and that's why i try to tell people it's like there's so many other aspects that you can clean up um in your life that will help improve your health and fitness like you know after my especially my last surgery it was like okay i need a big reevaluation of how i do things because i can't I can't keep having these big injuries, right. being hurt for, then have a surgery, then recover for six months. Like, I just can't keep doing that. Like, my, my golden years of my 20s of being able to bounce back, you know, easily is, has faded. Right, yeah, and, yeah. You know, and, and that's when, you know, looking at, you know, what are you doing for recovery? What are you doing for nutrition? What are you doing for your mental health? What are you doing for your sleep? What are you doing for your actual tra- training program? Mm-hmm. And th- those were you know such big elements in in changing my my um my perception on on health and fitness that just allowed me to to progress so much faster but also just safer and just happier you know and, and that very and which, important which was like you know hormones plays a big issue in, in my mental health side and and i think you know not enough not enough guys will will put credit to that you mm-hmm. know it's like I'll, I'll say that i thought you know my wife is fucking crazy, you know, and she was <laughs> no, they're smart as hell. <laughs> yeah. She was going through a lot of stuff, you know, post-pregnancy and mm-hmm. I just didn't have the concept of, of hormones, you know, it's like, it was just like, mm, okay. Like, you know, yeah, you, you had a month or, you know, it's like, get the fuck over it. And it's like, it's not, it's not like that, yep. you know? And it wasn't until like, you know, I started understanding her more, which, you know, opened my eyes to like, maybe I have an issue. And then all of a sudden, like I did, Wow. You know, and, and I'm not saying that there's underlying, you know, issues that I have to overcome. Right. But if like my, my hormones are off, then I can tell if, you know, my mental health starts going down too. Yeah. And then it's how do you develop a system to support that? And, you know, for me, the gym is a big part of that too. So if, you know, maybe my hormones aren't going great. I know that that gym and the community and the people and the training still gives me that like, release of endorphins of like, okay, I feel fucking better now that I did, (laughs) you know, and and that's, even though I'm weaker today, even though I got a, you know, I felt like shit, I still did something and I'm happy. And, and, you know, so I think, I think men just need to give themselves, um, you know, a little bit, a little bit more of a a relaxed uh, state to be able to say like, maybe there's something deeper, you know, and, and, Yes. And being okay with the concept of like, maybe there's some shit wrong. <laughs> yeah. Like, yep. that's okay. Yeah. You know. Exactly, dude. I, that's that's crazy. I, it's as as guys, I, I I truly agree with you. We uh we just like you said earlier, bro. Like uh toughen up, man. Like push through it. Like yes, okay. If if it hurts, cause it hurts, then yes, toughen up, push through it, cause you can do it. All right. No one likes to run. No one likes to unless you're like you know you like to do those things, but no one likes to. You know, when you're doing the Murph, it's like it's painful, you know, but if, if it burns because, you know, it's muscular, you know, uh, and, and just fatigue and you're pushing yourself, then, you know, just find your pace and this and that. But if something is wrong and you are telling yourself to push through it, like as guys, as males, you know, it's it's difficult to put that guard down and be vulnerable because we're too then we're too feminine or we're too weak or or really that guy, you know, he's the head of his household. No way. You know, it's like. A guy is is trying to take care of himself so he can be that alpha for not just maybe his family, 
but for his career, if they're a firefighter like yourself, if they're currently in the military, whatever it is, they're trying to be themselves because they're learning about themselves and being vulnerable as a male is not bad. You know, you just need to make sure right. that you're good. Well, and that's the thing is, it's, I consider myself an alpha type male, right? Yep. Yep. But emotions doesn't make you less of an alpha, you know? Yes, um, dude. It vulnerability, vulnerability, you know, doesn't make you less. And, and, you know, recognize stronger that, if anything. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I remember I was talking about this type of stuff. Um, you know, maybe a year or two ago, I made a post and there was a, a British Royal Marine that said like he was suffering with uh, severe depression and stuff, and but he didn't want to say anything. And I, I love the fact that he used the word mate or mates. <laughs> yeah. So cool. I don't let my mates down. And I was yeah, like, yeah. but, but on the real note, I was like, dude, but what, what good are you going to be when you go down range and all of a sudden you have that mental crash, yeah. you know, and you're in a fucking foxhole. Like what, what's that going to help? Like you're now you just left yourself, um, you know, fucking taken out of the battle and you took out a couple other guys because they're having to take care of you. Like, yep. you know, that's, that's not strength, mm-hmm. you know? And, and, you know, it's just kind of like, you know, I try to be very open about this stuff because like it, it no longer has a hold on me. You know, when people go like, man, you're so open and so vulnerable about this stuff. It's like, yeah, when I first started talking about this shit, it was very intense and emotional. Yeah. Now yeah. it's just second nature. Like, yeah, man. It doesn't control. You know, it's like, that's my strength. I don't, I'm not fucking worried about someone thinking that I'm less. Yeah. I don't give a shit because I've already said it. It's already out there. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's like, mm-hmm. I own that nobody else owns that on me, you know? And and that's, that's what I really wanted to be able to do is to say, like, to put my own foot down and say, like, I'm in control of of my emotions and how I feel. And this is how I feel. So being controlled doesn't mean that you're fucking hiding it and pushing it down and that you're able to, you know, shield it from the world. Being control means that you, you recognize, you understand, and that you're able to identify those feelings. So that way that when they do come up, you can overcome them at that point, you know, and then can say, you know, Hey babe, I need help. Or, you know, Hey, I'm having a hard day today. It's fucking just say that, say you're having a hard day today, you know, you know, have that friend that you confide in and you just say like, Hey, I'm going through some tough times. And if I say like, Hey, you know, I need help or like, Hey, do you mind if you, we hang out? Like, this is what it means. You know, so the, like, then you don't have to go into this fucking sob story every time. Like, Hey bro, I'm having like really hard stuff. I saw this movie, <laughs> you know, just, just <laughs> right. like I'm time today and yeah. you know, something as simple as still strength. And you know, that's what I, I really hope that I can convey because, you know, I, t- I told some of this the other day, but they go, um, uh, I actually had a young, um, I say young man, he's, he just graduated college. I used to train him back in, <laughs> 2015 right but he's a psych <laughs> graduated as a psychology major and nice and I literally yesterday at uh, the track when i was working out uh-huh. and he comes up you remember me and i was like ah. but he was like hey i just want to say like thank you for everything you post about about mental health like i'm a psychology major and like you know it's like that's that's huge and you know it's like just hearing things like that of like you know someone just kind of randomly coming up to you and, and understanding that you know, I say this stuff so that, oh, this is what I was going to, I told him, I was like, someone came up to me one day and said like, 
you know, thank you for everything you're saying. I said, yeah, absolutely. Like, no doubt. Like, you know, it's, it's for me too. It's lethargic for me. Um, or not lethargic, 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 lethargic. Yes. Lethargic. Right. Right. <laughs> lethargic. I just want to, yeah, yeah. There's my fucking thesaurus over here. Sitting over here. Um, AKA yeah. wife. <laughs> See, I told you I'm B average. This is what I do. Um, but, but basically, I, what I said was, uh, or what this person said was, you don't look like somebody with depression or suicidal thoughts. And I just remember going like, what the fuck am I supposed to look like then? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and then I had another person say something very similar. But the, this woman said, thank you so much for saying what you're saying. I was like, well, yeah, absolutely. She's like, no, I don't think you get it. Is most guys who look like you and who are like you will not say that stuff because they're afraid of this perception. And she's like, more men need to see someone like you. Cause she was a, uh, 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 grievance counselor, a mental health counselor for firefighters. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. 13, 14 years. Right. But she was like, That's tough. guys come in, guys come in, you know, after like a real bad call. And then they, you know, they have to come talk to me mm-hmm. and they'll come in and they'll see me standing there. And it's this like little white girl. And they're like, Oh fuck. Like here we are talking to this girl. Uh-huh. And she's like, I have to validate myself every single time with stories that I've gone through, which is the same shit that they've gone through. Like I've seen death. I've gone through the fires. Like I've done this. Right. And she's like, at that, and they feel a little bit more like, okay, like she, she's legit. She was like, but you have just your look and appearance already gives you validity to who you are. And when you say things, more men, more alpha guys, more police, firefighter, you know, veterans will see you and they'll, they can relate to you because they're like, well, this guy's fucking strong as shit and it does this and that. And, you know, she was like, we need more guys like you doing this stuff. And I was like, you know, she's fucking crying and I'm crying. I was like, Oh my God. Yeah. It gets real, man. No, it is. And and that, that was, that was an eye opener. That was an experience. And you know, it's like, yeah, of course, like whatever I can do to help. And you know, it's just mental health will, affects anybody and everybody it it knows no it knows no race creed color religion you know it has no bias against gender or age you know and and when we when we start to understand that then we start to realize that you know we are all uh potential for suffering but then we're all potential people to to be empathetic towards others who are going through that you know it's like i don't i don't ever sit back and go like you've never been suicidal so you don't understand no i go thank god you've never been yeah, but I hope that you can have the mental capacity to be empathetic for what someone like me has gone through, and and I'm not looking for, um, you know, the oh poor him or anything like that. Like that's not it at all. Right. It's literally about that, you know. Just know that people get affected in different ways, and all someone needs is just for people to be there. Not right. not for this like feel sorry for me that like, that's not it. It's just, you know, at least have the capacity to to sit back and realize that unless you've, unless you've ever been suicidal and really been in that deep, dark hole, like you'll, you'll never truly understand the illogical thought process of wanting everything to be over for reasons that other people think are dumb. Right. Like if, if your worst day is the fact that you wrecked, your your dream car that you spent you know and i and maybe i go back and go like it's just a fucking car like 
why, why? But then all of a sudden you have a backstory of this is the car I worked on with my dad and my dad passed away. Mm-hmm. And like, it was the last thing I had. Like if, if that's your worst fucking day, right? Like then that's your worst day. Mm-hmm. Then, then my job as, as a good human being is just to be empathetic to that and say like, Hey man, I'm really sorry you're going through that. Like if you need to talk about it, I'm here. Yeah. That's, that's, what we, that's what we need. And, and that's what I, I hope that people kind of take away as my message is that, you know, you never know who's really suffering around you. Um, because like, how many times do we see like veterans, like, uh, you know, kill themselves and, and everybody mm-hmm. around them goes, too many, I didn't, I'm, you know, it's like, I never saw it. Like the person was always happy. Like I just saw them and, and they were laughing about this. It's like, but then like that one snap in their head of an illogical feeling or thought, but it's real to them. Yeah. So who are we to invalidate those emotions and those feelings, you know? Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And that's, that's heavy stuff. Um, and, and talking about it always, always feels good. You know, talking about it, have someone truly, truly be empathetic and, and can, like talk back, have a legit communication back at, with someone that cares is, is always helpful. You know, I've, I've, I've definitely uh, vented and, and expressed myself to a lot of people um, you know, in my circle and, um, and also, you know, on social media and stuff like that with certain things. Uh, and, and it helps, you know, I feel better. You feel, you just feel good, you know, and uh, mental strength is just like you said, I like what you said, man. Mental health is, is it'll, it'll hit everybody. It, it smacks everyone someday. And, um, and when it does um, learn from it, you know, just figure it out. That's you against you. You know, you're in, you're in your room, you're in this room together and, and, and it's just you, you know, like, and that's when you start to figure out kind of like the things that I guess you value in yourself, in your life and the small things, you know, like, man, I'm just sure. happy. I'm happy to have, you know, my kids. I'm happy for my wife. I'm happy for this house. I'm happy for whatever. And you find some sort of positive light in, in those dark times. Absolutely. And that's good, man. And, and, that's, and that's awesome. I'm glad that you do preach your message. And I'm glad that you got vulnerable that one day and you decided to share it, man. But uh, totally, when we get towards the end of this episode right now, one thing I, I've been wanting to ask you, because a, yeah. a lot of people know you for this reason, uh, but your, your amazing client, Brooke, that, that you put you know, very religiously on, uh, on, your, on your page, which is truly amazing. Seriously, man. So, so amazing. I'm jealous that... that uh, that you get to train someone. I think that's so cool, man. I seriously, I think it's so awesome. Um, and she's visually impaired. She, that has, that doesn't stop her. I, I, she continues to do these amazing things and it's so awesome. But one thing I've been wanting to ask you as her coach trainer, um, since you're so involved in her life as well and her health and fitness, what, what is something that she has taught you? Like it could be anything moral wise, personality wise, uh, anything, um, what is one thing she has taught you through the times that you have coached her being visually impaired? So what's funny is um, while coaching her, so I've been coaching her for three years Mm -hmm. and in doing so um, I also went through like my knee surgery process and stuff. And that, that knee surgery time was like really the, the big uh, um, light switch of like, I got to do things differently and being okay with certain things. Right. And, And the reason why I bring that up is because, Brooke, Brooke is completely content and happy with the most simplistic of day of training, right? And she understands the importance of detail, of focusing on um, those little things that will completely change the movement and 
that's what her entire life has had to be, right? Is she has to focus on the detail or else something can go really, really wrong. Like this is a a 25 year old woman who's been living on her own since she was like 18, you know? And and, that's awesome. Jeez. Yeah. No, it's, it's really impressive. And, uh, she's just, she's taught me to really just be happy with what you're doing. You know, it's like, you know, when I say like, um, you know, when I talk about my mental health and, you know, my change on, on training perspective, like she was a component of that because I, I had to sit back and go, um, you know, man, like I'm not, I'm not any better than Brooke as a person. You know, it's like no one, no one is better than anybody as a, as a human being. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's like thinking of how Brooke, Brooke's perspective on training, like she, she's never seen a muscle up, right? Like she's right. Right. It looked cool. She's never seen a cool fucking movement or someone do, <laughs> you know. So she could give two two shits. Uh-huh. Like until I show her, she's never seen it, and so she doesn't strive to go further than where she's at. She just wants to get better every day. And so, like, we'll go in and like um, I posted that burpee video. Literally, like, um, she just she doesn't have this uh, this switch for like fucking intensity yet. Mm-hmm, like. Mm-hmm that's like one thing she kind of struggles with is like going ham. Okay. And so I'm trying to teach her to be uncomfortable, right? Like, yeah. And in a very controlled setting. So I was like, Hey, we're going to do a death by burpee. And she just, she doesn't move super fast uh, because she, she forces herself to kind of overthink the movements too much rather than just, so anyway, it was our third time doing this. And then I was like, Hey, let's talk about, let's be more efficient. And I showed her and then she was like, wow, that's fascinating, you know? And uh, (laughs) yeah, like there's so many, so many more ways to be more efficient in burpee over box, burpee box jumps, Uh burpee bar and so on. And she goes, well, we've already spent like 20 minutes doing the death by and then this, like, let's just keep going. Let's just, you know, she's like, if you're okay with it, can we just spend the whole session doing burpee stuff? And I was like, (laughs) yes. Heck yeah. Yes. (laughs) You know, like that's, fucking great yeah so dude, I did, it is i did 40 45 minutes or so of just pure instruction on burpees <laughs> with with her doing reps and stuff yeah. and i was like you're feel it still like you're gonna your body's gonna know that you just did a shit ton of burpees today oh yeah but but she recognized that the importance of learning those details <laughs> so that way we don't have to go over it again she's just now performing better in workouts and getting a better workout you know, and and that was a huge fucking uh, influence on me because it's like, Chase, it's okay to just focus on the the skill set and to just be a little bit better today and to take your time and figure out like how do we make this better and then just be happy with what you do that day. Mm-hmm. You know, and and so all that was going on around the same time, really around like my big emotional you know, whatever you want to call it, euphoric moment of like life worth and, you know, value and stuff. And, Uh and she really, she really showed me to just appreciate training and be happy with it because every time she comes, she's just, she's just thankful to be able to work out that day. Oh my gosh. And, you know, she doesn't give a shit about the leaderboard or what her score was or anything like that. She doesn't care if she's the slowest person, I mean, at the end of the day, she's never going to, you know, when people are like, all eyes are on me. Like I can see it. Like she can't see you looking at her. <laughs> so, right, right. Um, 
So she's she just really, there. Just crush it. She just wants to work out. And, uh, you know, that that's that's probably been the biggest, like, personal lesson that I learned on my own is just really appreciate the fact that you're just there. Yes, dude. And that's awesome, bro. That's so awesome, man. Hey, thanks so much, man, for giving me time every day. Thanks so much for getting vulnerable and sharing your story, sharing the things that, yeah, that you that you deal with, how you've gotten stronger with them, and, and just your ins and outs and your message, dude. Honestly, so awesome, man. Um, and seriously, um, with Brooke, that is truly, like, truly awesome, man. And uh, and what she's doing is is dope. And I love how she just pushes through um, with what she wants to achieve, man, for herself because she loves herself. And, and, and no matter what it is, no matter what's, what's going on with her conditions or whatever's going on, she still goes and does what she wants to do because she's got the potential inside of her. Same with you, man. And that's so dope. And I, I truly wish that everyone listening right now, you know, especially the guys, you know, like don't be afraid to put your guard down and, and, and explain how you feel. Pour your heart out, you know, say you need help, uh, express yourself. Even if it's something you think is stupid, it's not stupid because it's hurting you in some sort of way. So it means something to you. So get that stuff out. And, and once you do, just like Chase said, man, it makes you feel better, um, So which is, which is so cool. So everyone listening right now, if you have grabbed any sort of value from this episode or you just connected with Chase, um, all we ask you simply shout this episode to your Instagram story, send it to your best friend, show it to your husband, your wife, your mom, dad, whoever. The more people can get to listen to these episodes, the more lives we can all change together. But thanks, Chase, for being on the show, man. Before uh, we head out, where is like the best place for our current listeners, future listeners, to find you if they want to ask you any sort of questions or just say thank you. Yeah, so I don't uh, <laughs> I don't mess with Twitter because I never wanted to say I tweeted. Uh, <laughs> that's a real. That's a real. Uh, I don't do like no TikTok or any weird stuff like that. So I, I'm really I, I do my Instagram. Instagram is uh, Coach underscore Chase under, underscore CFL two. Um, that's pretty much the best place to get me. I, I do have a YouTube. Um, if you just search up Chase Knight and you see a person cleaning a weight, like that's definitely me. Uh, <laughs> you just search me on Facebook. You, like I, I add anybody who adds me. So uh, yeah, that's where you can find me. Okay, sweet, man. Hey, thanks again so much. Thanks to the wife for watching the kids and, and for being here with all of us too. Um, and uh, you guys have an amazing rest of your day. And everyone, you know how we do it over here. Your host, Coach Matt, guest speaker, Chase Knight. And like usual, y'all, get out there, train hard, and live strong. All right, everyone. Bye. Take care, brother. You just finished another amazing episode on the Train Hard Live Strong podcast. If you have grabbed any sort of value from this episode, all we ask is you simply share it out to your Instagram story, Snapchat, send it to your best friend. If you want to know when the next amazing episode or guest speakers are coming on the show, make sure to check out our website, trainhardlivestrong.com. And also, if you want to see the sickest apparel, go ahead and check out athleticbeings.com. We'll see you all in the next episode. Coach Matt, peace.